My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today and I'm so pumped to introduce you to Jackie Woodside. You guys, just she's absolutely incredible. She is a US Today and four-time Amazon best-selling author. She is a TEDx speaker, international trainer, and the founder of Curriculum for the Conscious Living, as well as the founder of Conscious Living Summit and Podcast, where she trains coaches around the world to deliver life-changing work. You know, Jackie's a certified professional coach and also a former psychotherapist for, you know, over 30 years in both fields. So welcome to the show, Jackie. Thank you so much for coming on today. I am so excited to have a great conversation with you. Yeah, thank you. I know I kept my part very brief, but Jackie, would you mind elaborating on your journey and what brought you to where you are today? Because I believe you have a powerful story to share. with Sure, sure. Thank you. You know, I mean, all those accolades. Thank you, Brittany. That's so, so kind. And, and, you know, I listened to that and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Yeah, I did all that. But here's what I really want people to know, because I think that can be intimidating, you know, and and then you feel like, oh, I don't have anything in common with her or you think I'm better than her, you know, whatever you got going on. So whatever. Uh, whenever I introduce all those accolades, I also like to tell people, I also went from hot mess to happy and blessed um, and literally homeless to multiple seven figures of assets and incomes. So um, my journey has been long and harried. And, um, you know, so I've, I've recovered from uh, long-term depression, ADHD, PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, and addictions. Uh, so, uh, I went through probably 20 years of, you know, fairly long-term treatment for uh, a number of psychiatric conditions. And I do like to tell people I am today the happiest, least stressed, most productive, healthiest, happiest married person that I know. So, uh, no matter where you are in life, Uh, If you've already got it all going on, or if you're struggling, I just feel like no matter what you're dealing with, I have something to share with you. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, I love how you know about my professional background. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Let's, so from there, let's talk about, you know, what you do today, how you deliver your services. What's that like? Let's dive into All right, great, great, great. So I am a full-time coach, uh, a professional development trainer. Uh, I do some keynote speaking, although I've backed off that COVID certainly helped me make that decision. Um, So some keynote speaking. So I do individual coaching, group coaching, professional development training, and podcasting. And my courses that I teach live and both have digital programs are around um, self-management with time, productivity, procrastination, Um, And then I have money courses around uh, your money vibe, and we can get into that a little bit more. And then lastly, I have a a very intense PhD in 
uh, life coaching called the life design course. So, um, and I have a bunch of other courses as well, but those are, that's a little bit of, of my, my current work. I do summits, podcasting, coaching, professional development training. I lead spiritual retreats as well as executive retreats. I just ran an executive retreat last week up here at my summer home in the thousand islands of upstate New York. I had people fly in from all around the country and stay in my guest cottage next door while we did some kick-ass work in uh, organizational development consulting. Absolutely amazing. Jackie, how often do you um, do these retreats? You know, it depends. I, I host my own about once a year, and then I've done retreats for other companies, you, you know, usually a few times a year. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I love it. So let's talk about raising your money vibes. You know, I want to spend the majority of our interview talking about it and really diving in deep. How do we do this? What is it all about? And right. I'll, I'll let you take the stage. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, right. So that's the first thing is like money vibe. What does that mean? Well, <laughs> you know, how do we use that word? And there's actual science now behind that word. So let's just talk about like, what's a vibe? So Brittany, when you and I just met, you know, like within 28 seconds, we're like best friends and feel like we met each other forever, you know, forever ago. We, and oh, we knew each other forever. We knew each other forever. There's an immediate connection. So what is that, right? What that is, is, is a, a combination of our, the vibratory pattern of your inner world matching the vibratory pattern of my inner world. Now, before you turn off your podcast and think like this lady's full of you know, woo-woo bullshit, I want to say there's actual science behind that. How you think and how you feel, the attitudes that you hold, create a vibratory pattern that you can measure. It's not like just that you feel, you can literally get hooked up to uh, electroencephalogram uh, or electromagnetogram. You don't even need to get hooked up anymore. Magnets can do it. And we can see the vibratory pattern that gets produced by your thoughts and emotions. All right, so let's just, I don't even, just hit my microphone, sorry. I don't want to go good. too far into the science of it because that will get boring, but that's what I mean by vibe. So, so, you know, that feeling of you meet somebody and it's like, wow, I don't know what it is about her. I just really like her vibe. Or then maybe you meet somebody else at a party or across the room in a business setting. And it's like, hmm, I don't know what it is about that guy. I just don't dig his vibe. I don't know what it is about him. Like, so you feel this, there's a different vibe to say Walmart versus, you know, a boutique shop in Beverly Hills. There's a very different vibe to it. So every, there's a vibe to everything. There's a vibratory pattern to everything. And I just want to say one more thing about it. And then I'm going to move on to how, how this relates to money. Scientific American ran an article about four years ago that said, the hippies are right. It is all about your vibe. So Scientific American is even getting into this now emerging understanding that as Nikola Tesla, the founder, uh, I'm sorry, the namesake for the founder of the Tesla Motor Corporation, a Croatian American electrical engineer, Nikola Tesla said, if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. So this kind of new age thought of energy and vibration and science are, are converging now to help us understand how to raise our potential and fulfill greater possibilities in life. 
So that's what a vibe is. Do you want to hop in there at all, Britt? I, I think a vibe is great. Yeah. And like, it's actually the, the proven science behind it is huge. Everything's energy, right? Right. Every, so what that means is everything is made of molecules and molecules vibrate. So a rock has a different vibration than a piece of paper, right? Mm -hmm. you, you can see that it's very clear, but they both have a vibration. The same is true of human beings. So to take that to the next step to talk about money vibe, what does that mean? Well, I have people immediately just call to mind when you think about or, or have a conversation about money, how do you feel? What do you think? And most often, and I do the same thing with time, by the way, in my productivity course. Um, and most people, I've, I've asked this question of tens of thousands of people, most people around time and money say, I don't have enough. I wish I had more. Uh, how can I get more? The feeling that they have is stress and uncertainty, mm -hmm. uh, anxiety. Right. Um, and what comes out of their mouth then is- They attract. You know, yeah, exactly. So, right. They, but then they speak that, they speak their fears, they speak their worries, they speak their frustration and their complaints. And then what happens? The way you think, the way you feel, the way you speak creates the experience that you live in. So when you have a low, what I call a low money vibe that's filled with, you know, uncertainty and even disdain, like, ugh, you know, sometimes people be like, oh, I hate money. I hate that whole conversation. Well, how much time does, does someone want to spend with someone who hates them? Right. right. Uh, how attracted is something to someone who says, oh, I don't I don't even want to talk about that. I don't even want to think about that. So your money vibe is critically important for you to understand, first of all, and then raise it. So that you actually create a healthy, vibrant, expansive relationship with money. So Jackie, let's talk about like these low vibes of money. Where do these come from? Where are these limiting beliefs coming from? I mean, is it childhood traumas? I mean, or generational, you know, seeing it generation after generation in the family with, like, tell me your thoughts behind that. Where do these limiting beliefs come from? Yeah, you know, that's such a good question, Brittany, because we live in a very psychologized culture. And what I mean by that is exactly what you just said. It's generational trauma, it's family history. And, you know, yeah, maybe I was a therapist for 30 years. So like I could school a lot of people on that whole conversation around past trauma, family trauma and limiting beliefs. And here's the truth. I've also coached lots of multimillionaires and even a few billionaires. And you know what? They have the same issues that everybody else does. So what does that tell us? So my stance as a coach is not that it's about your past traumas, although that certainly impacts your brain. What it's about is first of all, conscious evolution and secondly, survival. So here's a couple fun facts for your listeners and you to know. Please. Negative experiences, difficult experiences, even, even a slight, an embarrassment. Like, like for me, just a simple example, I'll do a, say a keynote address uh, or I'll, I'll do a professional development training. And then I get those little worksheets back, the um, evaluation sheets back, right? And they'll, uh, let's say there's 150 of them if I've done a keynote. And I'm reading through and it's like, you know, 10, 10, 10. She was amazing. Oh my God, I love her. Like she could have, I could listen to her all day. And, 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 and then it's like, I don't know why she had to like, whatever, fill in the blank. 
totally didn't resonate with her. So 149 of them are 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, and say amazing things. And one of them says, rah, rah, rah. and mm -hmm. what stays with me? The negative yeah. comment. Now, why is that? It is because negative, what we interpret as negative experiences, which are any experience that questions your value, your worth, your competence, your intelligence, any place where you feel slighted, marginalized, or excluded, or any place where you have a fear of your own survival, which isn't like the bear jumping out of the woods to get you. It's like, I don't have enough money, or I'm not going to have enough money, or what if I get laid off, or what if my spouse leaves me? So those, ang those kinds of perceived dangers immediately go in. nine positive evaluations. She was great. I loved her. could listen to her all day. Do not go into to long-term memory unless we repeat them to ourselves over and over and over again for a few minutes when we're having the experience. So we are, so why is that? I say, <clears throat> excuse me. I say it's a design flaw. It's an absolute design flaw. It should be the other way around. It should be that our positive experiences immediately go into long-term memory. And the right. difficult experiences should be in short-term memory. But why is it that not that way? Well, if we didn't put the, the difficult, frightening, challenging experiences in long-term memory, how the hell are we going to keep ourselves safe? Mm, how will we yes. guarantee the continuation of our species? It's to protect so, ourselves, right? This is why. Right. It's oh. survival. So your brain is not designed for you to thrive. Your brain is designed for you to survive. But when you don't understand that basic neuroscience and, and neurology of how your brain operates and the evolution of consciousness, the evolution of our brain, when you don't understand that, what you're left with is, huh, what's wrong with me? There's got to right. be something wrong with me. Why do I think this way? Why do I feel this way? Why don't I get more done? Why don't I earn more money? Well, I was a hot mess too. Why was Jackie able to turn it around and I can't? So we have all of these negative self-reflective thoughts, limiting self-reflected thoughts that we then project outward onto the world and say, I'm not one of the lucky ones, or that would never work for me, or I can't do that. And we have all kinds of reasons and justifications for why not. So that really is the neurological, neurobiological mechanism of our limiting beliefs. People think it's about their past, their parents, their, and, and I'm not going to say that, and certainly how you were raised has some impact on your brain development. But once you understand the neurobiological mechanism, you can use your mind to train your brain. It's an interesting concept. Use your mind to train your brain. Well, we use those words interchangeably, but they are not interchangeable. Your brain is the organ your mind is your higher functioning capacity to think thoughts other than what are programmed in your neurology. You following me? Mm -hmm. Please keep going deeper. Okay. So, so, so the way that our brains get formed is like, um, if you go on a hike, Mm -hmm. Generally, if you go on a hike, you stay on the path. Why do you stay on the path? Well, it's the rule. First of all, it's, per, it's environmental courtesy. Secondly, but <laughs> it's a heck of a lot easier to hike on the path than it is to trudge through the bushes, right? Your brain is the same way. 
So your brain operates through a system of neural pathways that once you have a thought and repeat it over time, it becomes automatic. Uh, typing, driving your car to familiar places. How many times have you ended up at a destination like, man, that, I don't know, I'm glad I'm here. I wonder what happened along the way. And right. you have no recollection of driving there at all. So we do all kinds of things automatically because it saves energy. The brain is always designed to save energy. So the more you have neural pathways, the less you have to think. That's why right. babies need, you know, 10, 12, 14 hours of sleep. And adults need seven, eight, nine hours of sleep to clean and refresh our brain. Babies don't have neural pathways. We have that comes neural- develop- development. They have to develop them, which is exhausting. So when this is the other thing why people don't understand why hard why it is so hard to create change because you have to think like a baby's brain. You don't have most people don't have neural pathways, avenues in your brain like through the forest. You don't have pathways in your brain for high vibe money thoughts. So you have to intentionally use your mind to train your brain to create high vibe money thoughts, high vibe money feelings. And then you know what happens? Then you start having high vibe money conversations, which leads to a whole new world of experiences in what you bring into your life and who you bring into your life and the opportunities that come to you simply because you've changed how you think, you changed how you feel, you changed how you speak. Therefore, you change your outer results. Oh, I love this. Jackie, thank you for like really going in and diving in deep there. Huge, huge, huge learning for me. (laughs) And I'm sure others listening. So I wanted to ask you as a professional coach, um, let's talk about how, you know, are there a lot of these limiting thoughts, limiting beliefs around money that you have to really help your clients overcome? Let's talk about that. Or what are some of the biggest challenging things that you help them overcome? All the time, everywhere. Um, in, in fact, my next appointment is with a man who's a multimillionaire. Um, uh, he's a client, a, a coaching client of mine. And we're dealing with his limiting thoughts around being a full-time, he wants to move from multiple business owner into full-time philanthropist. And he has all of the same limiting beliefs that you and I might have about starting our next business venture. Well, what if, you know, what if I don't end up in those circles? What if I'm not accepted? What what if I can't sustain it financially? Uh, You know, what if people take advantage of me? All of the same mechanisms that are patterned into our survival neurology, our survival network and our brain are popping up for him because he's going to the next level in his life and his business. Which can be scary, right? Which can be really scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So it does, you know, and then I've, uh, let me think, I've got uh, other coaching clients right now that are just struggling to like start their first business. And they've got all the, you know, the same, uh, the same uh, issues. (laughs) I had a, a call yesterday from one of my coaching clients um, that was about a relationship. And she's like, well, you know, all this stuff about I'm not clear and I don't know. And, uh, therefore I keep getting back into this bad relationship with this guy. And I said, I think you, you are clear, but you're afraid of creating the change of not having him in your life. And she's like, oh my God, you're right. Like in two minutes, you solve something I've been struggling with for two years. Wow. She's like, how do you do that? 
I said, well, I've listened to literally hundreds of thousands of human beings talk about their inner world. Hundreds of thousands of hours, maybe, maybe hundreds of thousands of human beings, but certainly hundreds of thousands of hours of human beings talk about their inner world. And here's what I have to tell you and your listeners. It's all the same thing. Whether it's the guy who's kind of struggling and bootstrapping to start his first business or the guy who's going into, you know, multimillionaire, full-time philanthropy, it's the same inner dialogue. The outer circumstances obviously look different and the, you know, the players are different, but the neurological and psychological, and I would even say spiritual mechanisms are the same. Wow. It's overcoming those beliefs, right? And looking at it from a different angle. So do you, it's not, let me just interject there. It's not looking at them from a different angle. It's actually knowing beyond the shadow of a doubt that they're not true. See, in order to do any of what I've just said, the first thing you have to do is start looking at your thoughts and saying, that's an interesting thought. It's not true. That thought isn't true. You know, am I good enough to be on this podcast? You know, you guys are big shots in the podcast world, right? So it comes up for me. I'm like, you know, this little podcaster over here and I'm on with these like big shot podcasters, top 100 and multiple, you know, with multiple podcasts. And, you know, so I have it before I get on this call. But fortunately for me, I just know like, oh, is that all you got today? You've been saying that since you were 12. Like, don't you have anything better? Right. So what would you say, what would be your biggest piece of advice to those who have these, you know, because we all get them just like myself as well, yourself as well. What would you say, as soon as you get a thought like that, how, what is the best way to handle it? I know you mentioned, oh, this is an interesting thought. That's not true, but any other ways to go about it? Yeah. So, um, so first of all, be careful not to believe everything you think. Remember that phrase, be careful not to believe everything you think. What you think isn't true. It's simply a thought. Okay. So I teach this very simple method called the three C's. And this is the way to rewire your neurology. And it's based in science. So the first C is to catch it. As you said, you have to be able to, oh, that's an interesting thought. You have to be able to observe the thought. If you can't, if you don't have self-awareness, you won't be able to do any of this. So C number one, catch it. C number two is challenge it. A lot of people say like, oh, just change that thought. Well, you actually have to put your brain through a training regime. So you have to challenge the thought. An example uh, uh, or an analogy, Brittany, might be, you know, in in the old days, they used to put football tires, I'm sorry, put tires on a football training field, on the football field, and the guys would run through the tires. It was a footwork exercise. Well, there's no tires on a football field. So why would you send the guys jumping through tires to improve their footwork? Well, it's training. So why do I do the second C of challenge it? It's training. So the second C is talk back to that thought. Like I say, well, that, well, that was an interesting thought. You've been saying that since you were 12. Right. That, okay. my, my inner dialogue with my uh, neuropathway survival brain is a little snarky. So I'm just a little snarky with myself. Someone else might want to be more like motherly, more loving, more inner child. That's just not my vibe. So, uh, so you can say like, well, you know, you've been saying that same thing. You can say, that's a difficult thought. I wish, you know, I, I wish you well, but mostly what I want you to do is challenge it. And here's how, is that true? Is if you were to poll a thousand people, would a thousand people say that were true? Um, Is that what you want to create? Is that what you want to experience? Is that thought going to give you the outcome that you desire? 
And of course, the answer to all of those questions is no, it's not true. It's not going to give me the outcome I desire. It's not how I want to feel right now. It's not what I want to think right now. So once you've challenged the thought and you can really see like, oh, wow, that was really not helpful, then the third step is change it. What thought do you want to have that's going to empower you in a way to step up to the podcast, to start the business, to ask the girl or the guy out for the date? Like what's going to empower you? And the, the thought that I often use when I'm frightened or feel intimidated by something is, well, I can get through anything. This isn't going to kill me. I, I can love do that. that. Yeah, I can get through three anything. C's. This is keep, three C's, catch it, challenge it, change catch it. it. Catch it, challenge it, change it. This is amazing. Honestly, like I feel like this is everyday stuff. Every day Absolutely. we have challenging thoughts that we have to yeah. catch, you know? Yeah, every day. It's like, you know, by the time I every get hour. this podcast, yeah, <laughs> go make a cup of coffee. I'll have, cha- oh, did did that really go okay? Was Brittany just, you know, humoring me? Is she oh, having no. me on again? Yeah. But it's, no, I mean, it's like happen. human nature, like, right? That we feel this is, way. It is our neurobiological survival mechanism. Right. That's what I want people to understand. It's not because your mother said you'd never amount to anything or your second grade teacher said you were stupid. I know you remember those things, as do I, but it's because that went into long-term memory to ensure your survival. I love the way you broke it down for us today. Thank you so much, Jackie. Honestly, like really understanding the science behind it was very interesting. And it's so true in everyday life. Like it's crazy. So I love everybody to go. I would love for everybody to go try the three C's, catch it, challenge it, change it. And Jackie, I want to give you the next two minutes here to just speak with my audience and myself, if there's any bits and pieces that we didn't have a chance to actually, you know, cover throughout the interview, but if there's any last pieces you'd like to share with us, now is the time. Yeah. Um, you know, I would love to invite people on to, to listen to my podcast, the conscious living podcast, because it's in there. So, so here's the thing, Brittany, that I want to share with people while what I said today sounds super simple and it is simple, but it's mm-hmm. not easy. It is, And yeah. it requires people to really uh, make it a lifestyle. I, I, I teach a course called Living in the Domain of Miracles. And in that course, I say over and over, and my Money Vibe course, I say over and over, this isn't a course, it's a way of life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't think about just having your next course or, you know, what do I, what do I need to learn next? Or, oh, I have the three C's, now I'm going to be okay. You're going to have the three C's. I had a client do this. He called me up. He's like, Jackie, I, I did I did it. I used the three C's, but it didn't work. And I was like, what do you mean it didn't work? Well, it came back. Well, of course it's going to come back. <laughs> and then you know what you do? You use the three C's again. And eventually over time, just like a, a path through the forest, you will create new neural pathways and you don't have as much of the negative thinking. It doesn't disempower you in the same way. And slowly over time, you recognize I've created a new and better life for myself. Incredible. Thank you so much, Jackie. Um, I want to make sure that, you know, if anyone's looking to connect with you, they, they know the best way to reach out. Maybe they want to work with you. Maybe they just want to ke- uh, check you out on the podcast. But what would be the best platforms to go ahead and, and connect? Yeah, I mean, certainly anybody can email me through my website is just JackieWoodside.com. Uh, my email is Jackie at JackieWoodside.com. And then I'm on all the pa- platforms. Facebook is Jackie Woodside Speaker, Instagram, Jackie Woodside Speaker. 
um, on Facebook and Instagram. I'm on Twitter at Jackie Woodside. What else am I on? I don't know. You can find me. I'm easy to find, but the main hub or YouTube, there's a lot of free materials on YouTube of me giving talks and things like that. So, um, and, and it's YouTube slash Jackie Woodside. So, um, you know, I'd love to connect with people. Of course, I do work with clients. I run a lot of programs. I have digital programs. So I really am here to serve. It is my mission to help people recognize that they can fulfill their potential by creating a new vibe for their life. I love this. Thank you so much, Jackie, for today. This has been an incredible conversation full of value. And that's what I'm looking for on my show. So you are a rock star. Thanks again. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on the show, just like Jackie Woodside did today, please go to top100interview.com. Let's talk about your podcast, talk about the business. And, you know, I'd love to have you on as well. So thanks, everybody. Thank you so much, Jackie. Catch you on the next one. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.